All right, Black Box Radio. We're in the Rona Report. 3-25-20. So today, we have Miss Deja with us. How are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me here. We're glad to have you. So what do you do? I mean, what's your function? What do you do out in society? Well, I am a graduating senior at the University of Maryland, and I'm also a tattoo artist Ooh. currently. So, yep, that's what I do. Uh, full-time each. I'm a full-time student, a full-time artist. Okay. And what is your major? Architecture is my major and real estate development is my minor. So how has the coronavirus impacted your life at this moment? Well, as of now or yesterday morning, I got an email telling me that my commencement was canceled. Mm. So I no longer get to graduate in person. Um, and that that's a big thing because you only graduate college once unless they plan to reschedule. But other than that, it's kind of um, following suit universally as of now, or at least in um, this region where we're doing online classes. So did they give you, so they didn't say, okay, well, we're going to see how this pans out and we're going to do maybe a date later just not just canceled. Yeah. As of yesterday, they said it was canceled. And then this morning they sent an email saying that they will try to do something virtual and it wasn't very explicit. It was kind of general. So I think they're still figuring that out now, but they may have gotten a lot of complaints from students or parents. So they're trying to make something happen. I'm assuming. Wow. When you graduated, you look so forward to that, you know, to that last walk. Yes. Your yes. family. I mean, it's a walk for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's such an achievement. So I know it has to be kind of disappointing. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it is. Graduating was one thing, but I also wanted, because it's the architecture program, it's a pretty small school and we have limited seats. And I really wanted to celebrate my graduation, my friends and family that may have not been able to come and see me walk across the stage. And I know that that probably isn't going to happen because you Mm -hmm. can't have big gatherings. So that's the biggest thing for me or letdown, I guess you could say. Wow. (laughs) It's not a lot to say about that. Cancel. Okay. So you're doing online classes. So you were slated to graduate when? Um, May 22nd was my graduation date and we will stop classes, I think May 18th or mm-hmm. earlier that week. In terms of uh, coursework, how far along or how much more like coursework was there still out there to do that you aren't getting the full experience on by doing it virtually? <laughs> well, uh, being an architecture major, thankfully, I've taken on my studio and studio is very in-person and interactive. And I have passed all of my studio classes. I really feel bad for the sophomores and juniors who have to do all of their projects at home because it's it's just so much physicalities with architecture. But my classes are mostly lectures um, 
at this point, because I'm, you know, in my last semester and the right. class has become smaller. I have a painting class, though. Wow. And yeah, I have a painting class that's absolutely required for my graduation just as an elective. And my teacher doesn't really is not really sure on what to do going forward based on the emails that I've been receiving from her. And I have some of my materials still at school. And um, as of now, I'm not comfortable going to the school to get them because from what I've, from what I'm hearing is most of the buildings are closed. So you can't get there. So I don't want to go an hour to school and not be able to get into the building. Um, and she's told us now, as of now, if we can't get to our materials, we can use cardboard or something like that. So that class is going to be a little wonky going forward. Um, but my first day back after spring break, which I was supposed to go back on campus, but instead we did online, was yesterday, Tuesday. And I have two classes that I haven't really heard much from at all. So I'm not sure how we're moving forward, but I do know that we'll be using a platform Zoom. And we had um, a project coming up, and so I'm assuming that that is being um, changed as far as the due date because we're no longer going to be able to work in teams as easily as we would in person. Right, right. Teamwork so. is hard. All right. So um, so what are you doing every day? What's your everyday movement now that you're not in school? Well, you are online. So what are you doing other than now? Are you going out? You say you tattoo. Is that still going? What's, what's going so, on with the regular movement? So, no, I'm not tattooing currently. When businesses were told to close by five, that's when I stopped tattooing. Um, just as a safety precaution, I decided that that wasn't something that I wanted to do right now, just to take myself out of risk and to take my clients because we are two tattoo have to be so close to somebody's body, their ambiance, the oxygen, oxygen that they're sucking in, mm-hmm. and you know, flowing out. So um, I just didn't think that it was it was safe. I do plan to continue to tattoo, but tattoo on myself just to work on my craft. But on a daily basis, what I have been doing is helping my family out a lot. Um, I have a lot of older people in my family that I'm living with. And what I have been wanting to do is create a business um, selling herbal products like herbal teas and steams. And Mm -hmm. I've kind of been perfecting that craft in my home. And I make teas and steams every day. I even have um, CBD buds that can be smoked. Um, that's not THC. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've been just using those products. I have a lot of different herbs that I've gathered and doing a lot of research. And I have also some nonprofits that I've been trying to work on and cement business plans. So I've definitely just been working on developing my knowledge in different facets. Yeah. yeah, you building, planting <laughs> earth, planting them herbs. <laughs> yeah, I'm building. So you know that's that's something that other people need to think about. Like, what you going to do while you're in this time? Are you going you know change where you are, change your thinking, change your movements, build? That's a good thing, especially at your age. You know, so yeah, that's For- really really good. Yeah, for me, um, I actually came from an engineering background before I went to architecture. And so I really appreciate it because it embedded in me once there's a problem, find a way to solve it. Mm 
And that's just how my mind works in general with the arc, the engineering background and um, being an artist. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm seeing, like people are really caring and paying, paying attention to their immune system. And I've been collecting these herbs and making myself teas um, and little pre-rolls, rose fill, lavender, hibiscus and things like that for a few months now. But now I'm like seeing tea? that. People- so this is tea that you're making? So, yeah, it's tea, it's oh. steams, um, nasal steams, respiratory system steams, yoni okay, steams. Yeah, okay, okay, slow down. What? Yeah, what's a nasal steam? Ever had that, G? What? Yeah, I, I have, I know what it is. I haven't done it before, but oh, okay. yeah. I don't even have a clue. Okay, what's a nasal steam, sis? So, a nasal steam and or respiratory steam is when you take herbs and you boil them in a pot. Mm-hmm. And once it's boiled and you have the steam that's coming up from um, the hot pot, you take it off the stove and you get a towel and you lay your face parallel to the pot. You hover it. Don't touch the hot pot, but your face is parallel to the pot and you take the um, towel and put it over your head in a pot. And all of that steam just goes up your nose and you breathe it in through your mouth. Mm. And so it um, actually liquefies any thickened mucus. Um, throughout your nasal passageways, which we know is one of the reasons why people may be succumbing to the coronavirus mm-hmm. and just opening up your passageways in general. Like I said, I've been doing this for um, my household right now, which uh, consists of like five people that's older than 60 as of now. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, yeah, as well as my mom, my little sister, my stepdad and myself. And my friends. <laughs> okay, so that that's excellent. So you you building a little business over there, the nose, the chest. I love it, and the herb. Yeah. Okay. yeah, we're in prototype phase right now, but you know, every step matters. <laughs> yeah, every step matters. So let me ask you one more question. So if when you were going to do architecture, what were you going to do? Because I think that's interesting. Young black young lady, architect. What were you, what were your what did you want to do with that? Uh, what so, would you do from here? Let's say that at this point. Yeah. Yes, because uh, my ambitions have changed from when I started to now. Um, So I'll just skip ahead to now. But um, what I want to do is teach younger people about architecture and about skill building and um, how to present your ideas, how how to see a problem and then solve it. Architects see a problem and then solve it, whether that is in um, the environment because, you know, we have to be sustainable now as the environment is changing, mm-hmm. um, the program, so the purpose of the building, and then the audience. And um, what I want to do is actually either have after-school programs or bring into the curriculum some, again, skill-building techniques, how to think like an architect, and then how to develop and explain your ideas and convey your thoughts to other people as an architect, because I think that's important. And once you learn those skills, it can become universal. Um, So that's what I want to do with it going forward, because I don't wish, I personally don't want to work at a firm. Um, That's just something that I have experienced through internships. And I decided that I would rather just put more time into my artistic craft and then helping my community. I think that would satisfy me most on a day to day. Okay, so you did a, you're doing a 360 a little, well, no, maybe a 180. 
I'm not gonna say 360 because you're architecting a whole different movement, but you're applying your um, degree or your knowledge, and that's what education should be. It doesn't have to be. You have to do what yeah. you go to school for it, but you utilize it to build something. So same yeah. thing, same yeah. thing. Because I never, I never wanted to be an educator. <laughs> that was never my goal. I always wanted to be the one to build or to do, but. Again, I see a problem and I want to solve it. And I I know that I am not or my major and my persona being a black female is not always coexistent, especially in Baltimore, Maryland, where I live. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know I wasn't taught anything about engineering, honestly, when I was in high school. And I know for a fact, a lot of girls that come from my high school, high schools around me or young boys are not probably thinking about architecture. Western high school. Oh, so you went to Western. OK. Yeah, it was a great mm-hmm. school, but it, it we didn't have that um, background of engineering specifically as far as technology. As Western, yeah. you girls are big girls around them around Baltimore. So yeah. Yeah, definitely set up. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say we, we were set up for success, but there are certain things and you know, it's not just a fault of that school, but there are certain things that you may not even get the chance to delve into mm-hmm. or they may not have an educational base specific for these type of things. Um, but logical thinking is very embedded in um in technology and in building um, with your hands and with your mind in general. Sometimes that just gets skipped over. Or maybe that's something that you can, you know, because girls need that too. So maybe that's something you could think about at your alumnus at Western. So that would be a good addition to the curricula for girls, definitely, you know, using their hands, engineering, that type of thing. So, okay, we're at the part of what the... Um, it's called Last Will and Testament. And it's like uh, you tell the people, inspire them, talk, you know, talk to the people. Give us a little jewel. OK, um, well, considering the circumstance, I try to tell myself that this this was um, something that you have to learn from, right? Um, throughout my own life recently, before any of this started, I had to come to the conclusion that some blessings are dressed in misfortune. And I know that it may be hard to look at this as a blessing. Like, how could you think of this? People are dying. People are hurting. People are scared. And I understand that as well. But in the times where you are confused, where you are at a loss, um, that's when you really need to listen and you need to be led by the circumstance and understand why this may have taken place. Um, whether you are religious or just spiritual in general, you know that everything happens for its reason. And um, once you start to try to seek that reason, then you won't be as confused or have to ask yourself why. Um, And I think that's the biggest thing to take from this situation, because as we know, now people are trying to be cleaner than ever. People are trying to be more healthier than ever. People are trying to extend a hand in love as we are socially distancing ourselves to just check up on one another. Or even if you can't do that, have the desire or the want to. And I think that that is a blessing um, disguised in misfortune through this occurrence 
in general um, through this time of a virus pandemic. That's the misfortune. Um, but the lessons learned is a blessing. Mm. That was definitely the jewel. That was excellent. <laughs> excellent. So, Jay, want to say anything to Miss Adeja? And we thank you so much for giving us your input and your time in this uh, pandemic 2020. So we appreciate your voice. We really do. Yeah, thank you so much for taking this time with us. I uh, really enjoyed hearing your insights uh, for and for all the folks who are listening. If you would like to hear more of the Rona Report, you can visit blackboxradio.com. That's B-L-A-K-B-O-X-X-R-A-D-I-O. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Black Box Radio. Wow. Miss Deja. Yes. Stay strong. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Keep building. And um, thanks for talking to the to the people today. We really appreciate it. Of course, no problem. And guys, I'll say, um, if you are still listening, please keep a lookout for ANX Herbal, which is the line of um, herbal mixes that I'm coming out with. Um, so Anxious Tattoos, which is my brand as a tattoo artist. And um, RPG Inc., which is uh, a new project for young entrepreneurs that me and my friends are starting. So just keep your eyes and ears open for those things. Love it, love it. <laughs> Week 2520, Rona Report, Black Box Radio. We out. Peace.